This is Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and this is the Retirement Ready Show. Our goal is to educate you on the many topics of retirement and inform you how to create a successful Retirement Ready Roadmap. Thank you for joining me today for another episode where we will make your Retirement Ready Roadmap simple. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and you're tuned in to the Retirement Ready Show. I'm joined by none other, the legend back with us, been gone for a while, Tom Newman. How are you, buddy? I'm doing well. How are you doing? We missed you, buddy. Yeah, the podcast. I missed the podcast. The intellectual quality went oh, down while you were gone. It. Randy and Brad are awesome. Yeah, you know, maybe not as awesome as Tom. <laughs> well, we need an awesome it. meter. Awesome meter. Yeah. You got one of those on your on I your dashboard know. there? No, that doesn't sound good. Awesome meter. <laughs> Let me look here. No, that's not yeah, good. Yeah, that's. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe not an awesome. How have you been? I've been good. I've been really good. You know, the kids are kind of wrapping up. My son wrapped up his basketball season, so we're rolling into spring sports, golf, and soccer, and, you know, I feel like I'm always running the kids somewhere. Yeah, well, it's, you know, it always feels long when you're in it, but we're going to look back upon this time and think, wow, that went by in a blink of an eye. Yeah, that's for sure. It sure does go quick, but... Tom, this week I wanted to discuss a topic that's really affecting all of us, and that's our country's growing debt. But I think the nagging question is, how is Congress going to handle it? And the debate over this debt is really, you know, kind of continuing to get steam. And this is really an important topic that impacts our economy, interest rates, inflation, taxes, stock market. But more importantly, it affects our future retirement security. So I want to talk a little bit about the potential consequences if Congress does not raise the debt limit, but also the problems we'll face if our country's debt is allowed to continue to grow. Unfortunately, we're facing a big challenge where every solution is going to require us to absorb some level of pain. All the topics you hear on the news, this might be the one that's most far-reaching and has a massive impact on your retirement. So we want you to stay tuned here today. We know, you know, there's this global pandemic, skyrocketing inflation, volatile stock market, but it looks like 2023 is going to bring us a new debt crisis to keep our eyes on. And Tom, why we focus our financial advisory efforts, excuse me, on retirement planning, I can tell you now is not the time to leave your nest egg unprotected. Our job is to help our clients plan so they can spend less time worrying and more time enjoying their retirement. And we love to help you develop a retirement-ready roadmap that allow you to face your future with a lot greater confidence. And when I think about this debt, Tom, it's it's interesting. What One of the charts I love to use when we're meeting with somebody on a Zoom call or in the office is this historical tax rate chart. And what I've done on this chart is I've taken the top tax bracket over history, right? Tax rates started in 1913, and I've overlaid a graph of G- a ratio of GDP to, to country's debt, technical jargon, but that, that's just saying how much debt as a country versus income. And back in the 40s, the top tax bracket was 94%. Oh. If you were in that bracket, you made a dollar, you got to keep six cents. Ouch. I don't think it's a coincidence that at that same time, remember, we're coming out of World War II, we're coming out of FDR, the New Deal, expensive social programs. I don't think it's a coincidence that that was the first time in a country's history we had more debt than income, 
right? And then that rate came took many decades to come back down to the rates that we've been, you know, kind of bouncing around at for the last 30 or 40 years. But just a handful of years ago, we now, for the second time in U.S. history, have more debt than income. But the tax rates haven't caught up yet. Now, I'm, I'm not suggesting they're going to go to 94%, but boy, there's a whole lot of room for them to change. So I think ignoring this or thinking that this is just another, you know, kind of media ploy is not a good strategy. You want to have a plan where you're protected from market risk and you want to have a plan that's accounting for rising taxes because, you know, if you think about our debt time, it's kind of like a runaway train. Ooh, I like that analogy. Yeah, it is think? a runaway train, Crazy isn't it? Train? Maybe oh. it's a bad topic with that train. That, oh yeah. yeah. Well, poor uh, choice on my part. Sorry, let me, folks. <laughs> let me let me keep with that metaphor though save for me, for, save a me, Tom. for a moment here. You know, the first important thing to understand is that you know nobody's driving this debt train that our country is on and that we're all riding on. You know, if you were to look inside maybe that locomotive pulling this out of control train, you're not going to find anyone who's actually driving it, whether it's an elected official or an appointed bureaucrat. Nobody's at the controls. So there there simply couldn't be. Otherwise, we would have changed course a long, long time ago. So we, we seem to be now rapidly accelerating to the point where we might simply be just too late. And we're moving too fast and and the decline is just too steep ahead could be a lot of pain and suffering that will likely be shared by probably all of us, but some will have to endure more misery than others. They will be the people who uh, insist on on following the same financial strategies that that developed during way different times to deal with way different issues. Um, you know, I think about these people who are following some outdated strategies and they'll likely continue to believe that as long as they do what they've done and what their parents have done and their neighbors and coworkers, that one day they will achieve financial security. And well, before the last baby boomer has maybe passed away, my fear is that we will know that all of these old methods just failed this generation. And so who's at fault? Well, in short, pretty much every administration that we've had for a long time. Um, and, and let's be real, we the people are, are also responsible by not just demanding an end to this craziness that we've been dealing with. And, you know, like there's plenty of blame to go around and, and to be shared. And, and there's no point in spending too much time finding who's most at fault because there's kind of one thing, um, you know, that has been a lot uh, happening over time. You know, strategists and policy experts in both parties believe that that Democrats will have to come to the bargaining table soon to to negotiate a debt ceiling deal that would avoid an economic catastrophe. And what's the reason for this urgency? Well. On January 19th uh, of this year, our country hit its 31.4 trillion, and that's with a T, <laughs> debt limit set by Congress. Do you ever write that out, Tom? Uh, you ever no. write trillion? <laughs> no. It's a lot of zeros. It's a lot. <laughs> it's super, like it just, I don't know, in my brain at least when I look at it, it doesn't register. It's it, strange. Yeah, and you know, it's, 
that forced the treasury department to start taking extraordinary measures to, to keep the government paying its bills. But even with all of the behind the scenes accounting maneuvers, the point which our country starts defaulting on our obligations could conceivably come as early as June of this year. So at that point, the train reaches the end of the line and the crash could be impactful. But what if Congress raises the debt limit before that? Without a major change in how Congress spends money and generates tax revenue, the end just moves a little bit further down the line, kicking the can down the street. Kicking the can. Remember, did you, did you kick the, play that game? Or? I did. Maybe you're too young. You guys actually had <laughs> balls to play with. But. We, we did. It was it was more a round ball, but yeah. I remember kick the can, though. Remember those fun days, right? Playing football in the neighborhood with your buddies and baseball, and we, we had to be back before the street. I grew up in a... Yeah inner city and we had to be back before the street lights came on but play hopscotch and you know ride your bike halfway across town and yeah. not worry i was a skateboarder for Ooh. a few summers me <laughs> and my cousin we'd skate all over the place <laughs> i'd be afraid to step on a skateboard now did you ever break anything i Arm did or, yeah, yeah. Broke, broke my left wrist it was uh i decided we did it was in the area when these skate parks opened uh -huh. and we decided it would oh half pipe yeah. we try to go try this half pipe and yeah <laughs> the was, half pipe uh, one yeah half pipe one <laughs> yeah, yeah. concrete is hard i apologize folks for my cough i had covid a few weeks ago i'm doing fine fourth time i've had covid but i get this cough i just can't shake so you may hear me coughing in the background i apologize for that but you know tom when i think about <clears throat> kind of this dilemma against it's kind of like you're darned if you do darned if you don't you know the day after our country hit the 31.4 trillion dollar debt limit treasury secretary janet yellen warned that if congress failed to raise the debt ceiling she said every day americans could face stark consequences she also stated on top of that a failure to make payments that are due whether it's the bondholders or social security recipients or to our military would undoubtedly cause a recession in the U.S. economy and could cause a global financial crisis. And if you stop for a moment and think of what the bank that issues your credit card would do once you reach your spending limit, and you called them to request an increase, and when they refused, you told them without that increase, you couldn't make your monthly payments. You know, and, and think about that. Right. I mean, that would be pretty wild. Right. That just wouldn't happen. And if you really want to upset yourself, there's a great informational website called usdebtclock.org. Don't do it. Don't I know, do it. I know. It's <laughs> guaranteed to keep you up at night. But what you're going to see at that website is a running total of our climbing national debt. And the rate is increasing so rapidly, it'll absolutely blow your mind. But for me, the most intriguing number can be found in the lower right corner of this debt clock, and it's the liability per citizen for all of the unfounded promises our current and past administrations have put on each and one of our backs. This means if you consider the promises that have been made considering future Social Security benefits, Medicare, and other unfunded liabilities, Take a guess for a moment, if you're tuning in, guess how much these unfunded liabilities amount to if divided between every citizen. You got a guess, Tom? Nope. No guess? No. Well, if you guessed $100,000, a big number. Yeah. Way off. Oh. Way off. Each citizen is on the hook for over 
one half million dollars. I mean, massive, massive debt liability. So you've been working hard, sacrificing to do the things like paying your mortgage off so you can retire without worry about debt. You might be required to make more sacrifices in the future because of our country's debt. And, and I think, Tom, it, it ends up feeling like you, you got to pick your poison, right? Either, you know, any solution is not going to be great, but you got to pick something. Hey, podcast fans, if you're ready to take the next steps to create your retirement ready roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow us and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Now back to the podcast. Yeah, and there's a couple of options that we'll talk about in a minute, but I did have an opportunity to have a, a you know, a couple come in and see me recently and they they're very concerned. They were they're very concerned about the direction of our society, of our government and you know, this this debt ceiling continued to weigh on them heavily. And after, you know, striking up the conversation, digging in a little bit, understanding, you know, their fears, I I can definitely see where they're coming from. You know, they're looking around and they spent the majority of their life trying to save, trying to provide a better life for their kids, for their grandkids, and they, they see it slipping out of their fingertips. And that's, that's tough to accept. That's tough to accept when you come into retirement and you've done all of the right things. You did all of the right things that you were supposed to do in terms of saving, prioritizing, and making sure that you're doing everything to set yourself and your family up for success. And now things out of your control might take that away. That's a tough thing to deal with. So it's our job and, and any good financial advisor's job to really take the emotions out of it, focus or refocus back on the plan and see what are the things in your control. But kind of getting back to, to picking your poison, as, as you mentioned, there's there's two viable options, right? We could either cut spending or we could increase taxes to generate more revenue. Now, Tony, you might say, hey, there's actually a third way. You know, why don't we just print some extra money? Yeah, fire up the printer. <laughs> yeah, that leads to inflation, bud. I need to borrow that printer. For <laughs> you know, so, it, but in all reality, there's there's two main ways. So the first one is obviously if we cut spending. I, obviously, it seems reasonable, right? But let's get back to that debt clock that you were referring to and see what this would take. You look at the bottom right corner of that website and you will see the total of unfunded liabilities for the Social Security and Medicare benefits. It's just astronomical. So we could significantly cut the spending needed to support these benefits. But by doing so, you would actually cut up the significant amount of benefits coming to you. And if you are like most people and you have been counting on these benefits to help support your retirement, do you have enough savings to fill the void left by the reduction in those benefits? So the other option uh, is maybe we just raise taxes, but the question becomes on who? You know, a popular distinction. You, Tom, not me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Know. I feel good about paying taxes, my fair share. I don't want to pay too much, though. Yeah, I don't blame you. I think I'm like most people. Yeah. 
But, you know, a popular distinction that is often made anytime politicians start talking about raising taxes is that the increase would only appear or apply, I should say, to, to the rich. But I'm kind of skeptical that they really mean it or that it would even work. You know, my bet is that many more people will be impacted by <laughs> higher tax rates in the future. And this could potentially be a real problem for any retiree who has the majority of their savings in IRAs, 401ks, or those other tax-deferred accounts. Yeah, that's a great point, Tom. And, and I think that's always an easy answer. It's only going to apply to the wealthy. But, you know, reality is that that's just not the case. I mean, you, you know, if you think about there's one tax increase we know is coming on January 2026. If you think back, back to the Tax Cut and Jobs Act, that reduced uh, the tax rates. But that expires at the end of 2025, and those rates bounce back up to those old higher rates. So we know one is coming, you know, so you really need to have tax planning. Now, I'm not talking about your tax returns. We're all in that season right now. I'm talking about forward-looking tax planning where you're implementing strategies to reduce your tax liability. It's not uncommon if we meet someone in their 60s that we can help them reduce their tax liability by over six figures you know, in that 30 or 40 years to come. And, you know, I think, you know, Tom, like at the end of the day, you know, what, what's the answer? You know, what do we do here? Well, you know, neither you or I or these political leaders seem to be possessing right now the wisdom or even the will uh, to break this debt cycle that, that we're on and, and actually deal with the results. So we all continue to just sit back and wait for someone to do something with this cycle is going to continue out of spinning out of control for a while. In the process though, we could all be forced to endure a little bit of pain and some people might suffer more or less than others. But uh, for those uh, who will be the ones who quickly come to the realization that the future will be much different than the past, and if you are able to adopt strategies that will help you cope with these coming challenges, you're going to be in a better off situation. And the, the strategies are, are those that marshal all of the people's resources in ways that make those resources work harder to boost lifetime spendable income. And while at the same time helping to preserve those resources from volatile financial markets, higher taxes and inflation. You know, the, the old method uh, tells individuals that retirement will be built on that three-legged stool of Social Security. Have you heard heard of that, Tony? Social Security pension and, and your kind of, savings? Kind of a wobbly stool. Not many of us <laughs> have pensions anymore. This is true. You got to balance that two-legged stool. <laughs> that's, a, that's a tough act, too. But um, that person retires, they claim their social security and supplements this income as best as they can by withdrawing first from any personal savings. And then once that's gone, by replacing it with distributions from qualified plans. Unfortunately, if you do this, you could ultimately expose yourself to the potential to have your income be hit with the highest possible taxation and risk. So not only are these qualified plan distributions taxable by as much as 85% of social security could be taxed as well. 
So to pay for these taxes, many will be forced to withdraw even greater amounts from their taxable retirement incomes uh, and accounts. And if these withdrawals, say, are coming from a portfolio of stocks during a period when the market is down, you're locking in those losses and you don't have the, the possibility to recover or get that compounding going for you. Um, this is not only risky, but for many, it's very tax inefficient as well. So that doesn't mean that you have no way of preserving your retirement because you do. And, and while you might not have control over the debt limit or tax rate increases, inflation or the volatility of the stock market, you do have the ability to preserve your retirement um, by focusing on the things that are within your control. So what are those things that you can control? One, your investment fees. You can do this by choosing to not buy too much in terms of mutual funds with excessive annual expenses. Two, by analyzing your risk. You know, you can, you can choose to not be subject to so much volatility and seek out ways to preserve principle within your portfolio. Three, you can uh, look at your taxes and by engaging in that forward-looking tax planning that you were mentioning earlier, Tony, you can really cut into your liability not only right now, but possibly down the road. And then last and most of all, you can take control of your future by being proactive with your planning and just resist the temptation to put things off, hoping that just things will work out down the road. Great advice, Tom. I think it's a bad idea to depend on any politician, whether that's a member of Congress, the Senate, or the president, to help you enjoy a confident retirement. Reality is the only person that can really do that is you when it comes down to planning. Ask yourself, are you on track for retirement? Will your beneficiaries receive the legacy that you wanted? Will inflation, taxes, government, budgeting, all this stuff we're talking about get in the way? If you're not sure, get a plan. If you don't have a plan, maybe you have a plan, you're not sure how it works. Maybe you've been investing the money yourself. Having a plan that walks you through these five areas is really critical. We'd be happy to help you or make sure you do it somewhere. Having that plan is the difference between a successful and happy retirement and one where you're up at night. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Show. Hey, podcast fans, if you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. Drake & Associates LLC is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Advisory services offered through Drake & Associates LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. and is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial 
financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Drake & Associates LLC is not permitted to offer. No statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Drake & Associates LLC.